Bam 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 Welcome back, everybody, to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. Uh, I am Lisa Linky. That is Misty Stinnett. <laughs> and yes, we are still socially distancing. Although now they're saying that physically distancing is a better term. Yes. You know, it's so funny. Uh, uh, Jesse and I were talking about that. My best friend, Jesse, who's been a guest host on here. Um, and he was like, it's not, we're all being as social as we've ever been. This is about just <laughs> physical proximity. And some people are like, oh, we're socially distancing. We're going on a hike with our friends. It's like, no, 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 no. No, they're like we're no. staying away from people. It's like no, no, no. Yeah, f- <laughs> physical distancing, and I, I am taking it to the extreme because, ladies, gentlemen, all genders, I'm back in the closet. I'm in the closet, <laughs> except now I've got even more wires coming out. Like I would love if I still had a roommate, if I had anybody, I'd love for them to walk by right now and just hear me talking in the closet with like 14 wires coming out from under the door. <laughs> well, I am no longer on my couch, like holding up. Uh, a microphone um, from my earbuds. I am speaking into an actual microphone that Sav recommended, and it was supposed to take a month to get here on Amazon, and it came early today. And so, for that, I'm Wonderful. so grateful to the Amazon um, warehouse workers and employees and delivery people. And I just say thank you. They're keeping us all safe. The Truly. real heroes on the front line are every Truly. grocery store cashier, every, yep. every delivery person, every nurse, sanitation every, worker. Truly, yes. Yeah. Garbage is still getting picked up. Everything's happening. And I, yeah. I, it sounds like Lisa and I are moving into the stage of grief of acceptance because we have accepted yeah, that we, we might be remote recording for a long time. And yeah. so we've got, we've got a setup, you guys. It's happening. Anywho, this is a podcast where <laughs> each week we read and review a popular self-help book, um, mm-hmm. and we do so on Fridays. And then on Tuesdays, we bring Tuesdays. you the weekly beef. Which is- it's a little slow-cooked, braised self-help <laughs> for you. Yeah, so we either um, we check in if there's any homework assigned from the fo- uh, the previous week. We read some articles, some supplemental self-help. We ask thought-provoking questions, which I tenderly call je provokes. Je provokes. And, and we did um, trivia in the beginning, and we're going to bring it back because it's we a need, lot of fun. It is fun. I need some time to put that together. Yeah, but, it's, um, it's a very labor-intensive mini-sode. Also, which is- we were like learning about self-help, and now we're like... Like self-help gurus. I mean, listen, where's our book deal? <laughs> Slide into our DMs. We're tired. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so anyway, you did not assign Tuesday, me. We yes. We're in the middle of two parts uh, for The Love of Men by Liz Plank. I, I intended for it to be a one-part episode, but it is such a dense book. You can't look. If I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand more times. You can't dismantle the patriarchy in just an hour. You can't you need, hurry love. We, we need more time. You can't hurry love and you can't you for can't the love of men. You can't love. Dismantle the patriarchy. <laughs> Misty's getting a good look. I'm sitting at my kitchen table where I have my paint set out. And something that I do during this time is I take a soft watercolor brush and just run it back and forth across my face because it feels nice. 
Oh, wait, you were off camera while you were doing it. Now I see it, and it's a very comedic reveal. <laughs> it's very calming. I recommend it for anyone. You know what I love so much are those head scratcher things that have all the wires. Oh, God, like yes. it almost looks like a whisk that's been like deconstructed yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Nothing has ever felt so good in my life. As you know that. who loves huskies? Have you seen all those bits on Instagram? No. Where huskies sit for hours and let you do that to them. That is so. Do you think that's because of their all of their coats? I think it's because it feels good. You're just huskies? <laughs> I don't know why, but huskies will tolerate it. Okay. Okay. Misty. So you, we don't have homework because no. I, we're in the middle of a book and you won't assign me, you know, double homework, which is Mid nice. homework. Mid homework. So I have an article um, that I want to share because we are all self-isolating and quarantining mm -hmm. and social distancing and especially for... <laughs> For those of you who are longtime loyal listeners, you know that it is really hard for me to slow down. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. It's it's hard for me to do nothing. It's hard, you know, I I'm struggling with this drive to feel like I'm always busy or making forward yeah. momentum or doing something. Yeah. Um, to be worthy, you know, and to not not waste time and waste my life and all that that stuff. And I think that's something a lot of us are having to reckon with mm -hmm. during this time where we are mm -hmm. unnecessarily slowing down. So I found this great article from the New York Times and it's called The Case for Doing Nothing. And I Stop. say Yes. And I say, okay, done. And then I nap. Uh, the byline is stop being so busy and just do nothing. Trust us. This is by Olga Meckling and it's from April 29th, 2019. And the link as always is in show notes. Keeping busy, running from place to place and laboring over long to-do lists have increasingly become ways to communicate status. I'm so busy because I'm just so important, the thinking goes. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's time to stop all this busyness. Being busy, even if we are busy, is rarely the status indicator we've come to believe it is. Nonetheless, the impact is real, and instances of burnout, anxiety disorders, and stress-related diseases are on the rise, not to okay. mention millennial burnout. Oh, boy. There's... I know. There's a way out of that madness, and it's not more mindfulness, exercise, or a healthy diet, though these things are still important. What we're talking about is doing nothing, or as the Dutch call it, Nixon. Okay. I feel like the Dutch always have the answers to, like, happiness and better life. Hugo. <laughs> Nixon. Why Hugo. don't you Nixon while you do some Hugo? We want to come over for some Hugo and some Nixon. I don't even know if that's a Dutch accent. I apologize. I love so it. So what, what is Nixon? It's difficult to define what doing nothing is because we are always doing something even when we're asleep. I know what Doreen, Nixon is. What is that? It's, it's the rejected reindeer for Santa. Connor and Blitzen, Donner, Hugo, and you sit down Nixon. That's how the rhyme goes, right? Okay. Doreen Dodgen McGee, a psychologist who studies boredom and wrote the book Deviced, Balancing Life and Technology in a Digital World, likens Nixon to a car whose engine is running but isn't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. The way I think about boredom is coming to a moment with no plan other than just to be, she said. Sandy Mann, a psychologist at the University of Central Lanc Lancashire in Britain, no. I'm sure 
I'm sure that's just l'air in Britain, added that Nixon can be when we're not doing the things we should be doing because perhaps we don't want to, we're not motivated. Instead, we're not doing very much. No. More practical. More practically, the idea of Nixon is to take conscious, considered time and energy to do activities like gazing out of a window or sitting motionless. The less enlightened might call such activities lazy or wasteful. Again, nonsense. We at Smarter Living have long been fans of taking regular breaks throughout the day. So I guess what's interesting is that they are putting in structured, unstructured time. Yes, correct. So it's, and, it's what a great segue because they're literally about to call it that. But it's so inter. Oh well, I'm I'm very smart, even though I didn't <laughs> go to the University of Lancaster. I went to West Worcestershire. Worcestershire. But what I will say is that it's kind of interesting that. They they have an air of superiority about it once they've named that it named it claimed it and like said that it's important. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, right. No, I know. It's like once you do this, it's like okay, there you go. Um, and also, I think we should use the rest of this mini so to practice this. Okay, <laughs> that was. I don't know if that joke will actually go over on the episode, but it was only except because I've seen you on my split screen, and for a second I was like, "Did she freeze or is she Nixoning?" <laughs> and you did this cute headcock where you go, "Okay, okay." We at Smarter Living, which, by the way, um, I discovered this on the New York Times Smarter Living newsletter, which I just signed I up for, it. and it seems to be amazing. And I don't know how mm-hmm. I haven't been signed up before. They say, we at Smarter Living have long been fans of taking regular breaks throughout the day, as study after study shows that feeling drowsy, exhausted, or otherwise mentally depleted during the workday drastically hinders performance and productivity. Mm. In other words, whether at home or at work, permission granted to spend the afternoon just hanging out. So why we need Nixon in our lives? Generally speaking, our culture does not promote sitting still, and that can have wide-reaching consequences for our mental health, well-being, productivity, and other areas of our lives. Technology doesn't make it any easier. The smartphone you carry with you at all hours makes it almost impossible to truly unplug and embrace idleness. And by keeping ourselves busy at all times, we may be losing our ability to sit still because our brains are actually being rewired. Indeed, the benefits of idleness can be wide-ranging. Ms. Mann's research has found that daydreaming, an inevitable effect of idleness, literally makes us more creative, better at problem-solving, better at coming up with creative ideas. For that to happen, though, total idleness is required. Let the mind search for its own stimulation, Ms. Mann said. That's when you get the daydreaming and mind-wandering, and that's when you're more likely to get the creativity. Counterintuitively, idleness can be a great productivity tool because if our energy is totally shot, our productivity is not going to be good because we're not going to have to have fuel to burn with which to be productive, said Chris Bailey, a productivity expert and author of the blog, A Life of Productivity. Nixon can help you solve your problems Mm. as well. It takes you out of your mind, and then you see things clearly after a while, said Manfred Ketz de Vries, a professor of leadership development and organizational change at INSEED in Paris. En said, en Paris. By the way, we have an episode called How to Be a Parisian Wherever You Are, if that's something that interests you. Uh, it doesn't interest most people. <laughs> I Well, yeah. Like, who doesn't want to be more Parisian? I'm in this closet. I could be more Parisian. I could just be, like, wearing an ex-boyfriend shirt and smoking and, and you know, 
Uh, so Nixon, thank you, thank you. Uh, but stopping the cycle of business can be challenging in a culture that prizes getting things done. Here are some tips to help you stop and be. Make time for doing nothing and do it with purpose. So this is what you were saying, Lisa. Figure mm-hmm. out when you're most productive and creative. Then notice when your mind starts to shut off or you start performing tasks just for the sake of doing them. That's when you should go for a walk or take a break. The intention behind the decision is what counts. I do nothing with purpose, Mr. Ketz DeVries said. I know that without breaks, I cannot be effective. I know that <laughs> without breaks, I cannot be effective. How do you say I cannot be uh, effective? effective and I need to be Parisian wherever I am. (laughs) Prioritize the things that are important to you and the things that bring you pleasure and outsource everything else when possible. Focusing on the truly relevant parts of life can help you build free time in your schedule and take advantage of convenient opportunities to practice idleness, like when you're standing in line or waiting for the children to come home from school. So uh, you can just be... Put your lover's name in your phone and um, put your lover... Save your lover's phone number under your sister's name, and um, then you can wait practice. for them to go. Wait for them to go. Okay, sorry, I remembered something from that episode. I love that episode so much. <laughs> also, I love this. They say, you know, take advantage of convenient opportunities to practice idleness, like when you're waiting for the children to come home from school, like cut to a very <laughs> stoic parent just staring at the window for an hour. <laughs> Meanwhile, the neighbors are like, like, are they okay? Misty, are they okay? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> They're like, we need to contact someone because Jean is not okay. Jean is the perfect name. That's also you. Jean is gonna go. Jean is gonna go off the rails, and we're Jean gonna feel bad if we didn't contact catatonic. the authorities. Yeah, and if you poke her, she's gonna fall right over. Okay, Jean must Resist. be drinking in the day. Jean must be stoned out of her. Gourd. Okay. Anybody want a bagel bite? Okay. Resist the culture of busyness. If you're doing nothing, own it. When someone asks you what you're doing during a nothing break, simply respond, nothing. Be unapologetic about taking breaks or holidays, and if you start to feel guilty about being seen as lazy, think of Nixon not as a sign of laziness, but as an important life skill. Choose the initial discomfort of Nixon over the familiarity of busyness. Manage your expectations. Learning takes time and effort, so don't get discouraged if you don't catch on immediately to the benefits of idleness. Know that sitting still might actually be uncomfortable at first and might take practice, just like exercise. Miss Dodgen McGee likens it to beginning a new workout routine. <laughs> Did you just go? <laughs> That's my new character. Dodgen <laughs> McGee. <laughs> it's be a nanny. <laughs> She says, at first you might get sore, but after a while, you'll find yourself in this moment where you're like, oh, this feels fantastic. (laughs) You know what feels fantastic? Just a quick little visit with Stodger McGee. (laughs) I also say, as a reminder, I'm in a closet. Okay, reorganize your environment. Your surroundings can have a major impact on how much nothingness you can embrace. So consider the physical space in your home and workplace. Keep your devices out of reach so that they'll be more difficult to access and turn your home into a Nixon-friendly area. Add a soft couch, a comfy armchair, a few cushions, or just a blanket. Orient furniture around a window or fireplace rather than a TV. 
If those spaces are present, people will use them. Miss Dodgen McGee said, I personally like to um, put my phone in a safe and then throw the safe out the window <laughs> into a 10-foot um, down hole that I've dug that's got spikes all around it. So like, I, it's really hard to get it. That's if a I level one mastery by Sturgeon McGee. Sturgeon McGee, everyone get used to it. It's a new way of life. <laughs> this is this is me now. I live yeah. here now. Think yeah. outside of the box. If you can't sit still in your home or workplace, go to the park or book a relaxing day at the spa. Miss Dodgen McGee encourages people to host boredom parties, during which a host invites over a few friends to be bored together. Okay. Do you want to come over to my place and be bored? Oh, no. Miss McGee's place. It's so boring. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> Okay, we move right past it. Mr. Bailey suggests, Mr. Bailey, these are such British names. I love it. Mr. Bailey suggests experimenting with different lifestyles to find the right one for you. For example, he lived like a slob for a week, which by the way is hyperlinked to that article. He lived like a slob for a week and learned that it's important to let the air out of the tires once in a while. If you're still uncomfortable with the idea of doing nothing, try to trick your mind into thinking you're being productive. Miss Dodgen McGee suggests using open-end toys such as kinetic sand, bowding balls, or yep. marble runs. Sure. That's it. Sure. That's it. Hey, what a great article. And I want to say thank you so much for teaching me all about Nixoning, which P.S. They just should have picked a different word because all I am all I think of when somebody says Nixoning now is Richard Nixon oh, putting his Nixon. two hands up in the air and saying, I am not a crook. Yeah, but instead, if he if he put his two hands up in the air and said, "I am doing nothing," then well, you I'm get the best of said, If he would have done nothing instead of what he did, he would still have been president. Do you know what blows? You, do you know what blows my mind? What? He tape recorded all of his conversations, and there's like oh, yeah. so much racist trash that oh, yeah. he recorded. It's like, why, why, what? Yeah. He truly, he was bad and he was bad at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't think of it's anybody like, else like that. Anyway, oh I want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, we hope that the audio quality is improving and we are still here trying to generate this content for you because we <laughs> love you and we, we are grateful you. that you're listening. If you haven't yet, please rate and review um, and tell somebody about us if they're at yeah. home and they're stuck in their quarantine or they're stay at home or they're safer at home or whatever yeah. it is, or if they're out and about still having to work maybe we can give them a little bit of a lighter load. Yeah, and and you know, more importantly, we just want to bring you um tools that help and perspective that helps and and for me and uh people like me, I hope that this article is useful in reframing like this time right now. It's really so when I find myself like not doing a task or not, you know, my mind's wandering, instead I'm gonna go like, oh, awesome. My brain's giving itself a break. And I'm probably gonna be more creative and productive after this if I just let it do its thing for a minute. I found it really helpful. I love it. Yeah. Well, may your next inning be abundant. Abundant. abundant.
Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias. Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast. Twitter at G-H-Y podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.